the week 10 NFL recap and week 12 look ahead, early look ahead lines on the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that code SUPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase today. I'm just about that action, boss. Welcome, everybody, to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Monday, November the 13th, which means we're here to recap another wild day in the National Football League. I think we had five or six walk-off field goals, and we'll go each and every game, talk about how we're viewing these teams going forward, especially from a gambling standpoint. But if you are wondering who you are listening to, I am Moneyline Mac, a.k.a. Ah, that's the other show. That's my other nickname. But joining me each and every week on the NFL Gambling Podcast, he is uh, he's here every Monday with me. And every Wednesday, we get together and we preview the morning slate. He is J-Mark Football, a.k.a. Old Fashioned Football. J-Mark, how are you, my friend? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. You can use your other nicknames here, too. It's all good. We're friends. Yeah. We can do it. <laughs> I know. I, I started doing it. I go, wait, no, that's the intro of the other song or the other uh, <laughs> show. So sometimes when you do a bunch of shows, I mean, they blend together. It's just like come second nature. But I knew one thing. J-Mark Football, a.k.a. Mr. Old Fashioned Football. That flows right off the tongue nicely. Easy <laughs> to remember that one. So how was your weekend, man? It's good. Um, we have beautiful weather for November in Iowa, so I cannot complain. Did a lot of work outside, uh, so it's nice to sit behind a microphone on my ass and just chill for a little bit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Indeed it is. And, you know, you were happy and jolly because your team played on Thursday night and they got a win. So let's lead it off right there. Perfect transition. The Chicago Bears get the 3-7, and 3-5, and five and 2 ATS now. Agent Bajan gets another home win. They grind it out 16-13. The Panthers, hey, still in the hunt for the one number one pick. And uh, somebody tell Colin Coward that it's the Bears pick because there was a trade last year involving DJ Moore, who's now a member of uh, the Chicago Bears. So, I don't know. What was your what was your takeaway here in this early, uh, not early, but midseason season? Thursday night, grinded out game. Uh, Agent Bajent did the job, got you back three and seven. You're not dead yet. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't pretty, but got the job done. And um, you know how it goes. It's uh, they, they ran the ball. We had an improving defense. We're getting back to Chicago Bears football. <laughs> Shout out to RD in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. I do have a lot awesome. of fucking shows. Sometimes... My fiance is like, another one? I said, yeah, baby. The people got to give the people what they need, baby. Between <laughs> NFL, college football, college basketball, it's a great time of year. Uh, I, I don't know, J-Mark. So is Fields going to be back next week? Is that what you're hearing? Because you got that's the Lions I'm, on deck, right? Yep, that's what I'm hearing. He was close to playing from what I understand. You know, 51% chance that he played, 51% chance that he didn't, according to Coach Fluce, whatever the fuck that means. But uh, – <laughs> Um, it sounds like he is going to play, and uh, I think they need him. They need that athleticism, though. I mean, shout out to Tyson. Tyson Bajent now has more wins than Bryce Young. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> undrafted. And, ju- and Justin Fields. <laughs> yeah. Not total uh, wins. Come on. <laughs> this this just, talking about, just talking about this year because, uh, you know, Justin Fields only beat the skids, <laughs> of course. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, that was you did you did what you had to do. You knew that wasn't going to be a blowout. 
I mean, this this type of year, it's you just want to get a win and move on. The wild card, I mean, the Vikings all of a sudden won't fucking lose. So you're three back of the wild card with one remaining game against the Vikings. Two out of the next three against the Detroit Lions. I don't know. You think you could knock off the Lions one of these games? I feel like the Lions are due for a loss. Yeah, and I hope we're the ones that give it to them. Uh, I'll take two, actually. Let's let's get two wins against the Lions and claw our way back. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man, then you get the Browns after that. So, uh, Panthers, bad team. There, There's no other way. I mean, that that yeah. team's a joke. I actually thought Bryce Young actually played all right on Thursday night. Um, their offensive line's just so bad, too. He's got no time back there at all. So, Bryce Young, it looks like they might be picking first uh, for the Bears, or the Bears will be picking first because of the Panthers. So, win-win and a win if you had the Panthers like myself, plus three and a half. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, good. Well done for the Chicago Bears. Let's go over to the next game, and we just gave out an under in that game. And let's go to this game that was definitely an under. Never in doubt. I'm uh, I got a bone to pick with the Patriots. I mean, I don't know how the hell they did not win this game. That was a joke. Mac what? Jones, are you fucking kidding me with that freaking pansy ass throw? I mean, he threw that with his skirt. <laughs> I mean, what was that? He's wide open in the end zone, and the kicker misses it, the possession before. I don't know how they lost the game. I thought they should have won the game. I mean, you you look at the box score. They they outgained him in yardage, had more first downs. Uh, they ran the ball effectively whenever they actually ran the ball, finally. They ran the ball for four and a half yards to carry. I thought they should have ran the ball every play, especially with the way Mac's been throwing the ball. What was your takeaway? I know you messaged me right after. You're like, these fucking Patriots. And <laughs> I think that was the perfect way to sum it up, man. Like, they're 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 totally – Cooked is a nice way of putting it. I don't know what yeah. to describe that, man. Yeah, it's really interesting because nobody's going to argue that Bill Belichick is – I mean, they're all going to say he's a great coach. Nobody's going to say he's a bad coach, but this team is playing like a bad coach team. Yeah. And – I don't I don't think he's past his prime or is in too much of a I don't give a fuck attitude. But at the same time, this team looks, looks terrible. They're undisciplined. They make too many mistakes. The The quarterback can't do anything right. I, I just don't understand it. I mean, this is supposed to be one of the greatest coaches of the past decade or so. And they, you know, put up six points against the Colts defense that, yeah, it's decent, but it's not that decent. I don't, I don't get it. You can make an argument the Colts defense kind of sucks, actually. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, I mean, the Colts had scored 20 plus game or 20 plus points in every single game this year. They were the only team. And for the Patriots to hold them to actually 10 points and basically 200 yards of offense, how the hell do you not win this game? I mean, I, I, you almost, it's almost like, man, you mentioned with Belichick, like to go from, being the outsmarting everybody, out disciplining everyone. And I know everybody will say it was all Brady. It wasn't all Brady. Like they, they carried Brady the first three championships. Brady was still yeah. a mediocre guy until about until he got Randy Moss. And then he really got going in his career and became a dominant uh our the best quarterback of all time. But those first seven, eight years, Brady was a part of the system. They you almost wonder if Belichick's like trying to lose. Like they're openly trying to tank so that they get, can get the first pick because you, they make boneheaded decisions, boneheaded mistakes. The game could be passing them by, but that doesn't mean you can't still be able to coach special teams. They make special teams True. errors now, which they never did for years and years. So I don't know. I, I know I feel like I take them every game because the value is there, but they just keep fucking us. Like, it's yeah. it, that was ridiculous. That honestly, I didn't have a very good day at all uh, betting these games. I think I went like one for whatever. This one, I'm just like, I don't know how I lost this one. Is Kirk Cousins the next quarterback for the Patriots? That's a good fit, actually. Good little system, so. process oriented. 
yep. make one make one run with it. I kind of like it. I did read. I know a lot of people are saying he's going to get fired on the bike. They're not firing Bill Belichick middle of the year. Like they, he's no. won six Super Bowls. You're not going to fire a guy <laughs> middle of the year like he's freaking Lane Kiffin or Jimbo Fisher uh, over at Texas A&M right now or uh, McDaniel's at with the Raiders. Like he's put enough equity <laughs> in the process where he's at least earned the right to say, "Hey, I think we're going to go in a different direction in the offseason." Say that you uh say say that you're retiring. So. I don't know. Yeah. I kind I kind of like Kirk Cousins though in New England, and then they yeah, pay, pay the pay the shit out of their defense. I'll tell you what, they could have Kirk Cousins. Those wide receivers suck too. Like that that yeah. roster sucks. I don't know. Bill's got to give up GM duties. Do you agree with that? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, um, Gardner Minshew and the Colts are somehow five and five. I don't know how they're five and five, but uh, they've won two in a row. They've won three out of their last four. Sorry, they won. They won just two in a row. I forgot they lost to the Browns in that heartbreaking. But hey, give them credit. They beat the Panthers, beat the Patriots, heading to their bye week, coming down the stretch. And who knows in AFC South? We'll get into another one on the other side. But we got to talk about Vets merch because Veterans Day was here. In honor of Veterans Day, we're giving away a merch store ten percent off with the promo code Vets. All proceeds with the sale get donated to the Mission Twenty Two, a nonprofit serving. Those who have served. So support a great cause and score some sweet gear. Sportsgivingpodcast.com slash promo code vets. We're also brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favorite sportsbook trusted by over 88 million players. Worldwide prop sides, totals, live betting. Bet365 is you covered. And if you like boost, you're going to love Bet365. Like a 30% profit boost on your NFL same game parlay. Plus they have even an early payout. If your team goes up 17 points, sign up today and use that code uh, SGPN for a $1,000 first bet safety net, or get five for and five one fifty in bonuses bets. Just head over to sports gambling podcast.com says bet three, six, five sports gambling podcast.com says bet three, six, five. And if you got a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Also brought to you by Prize Picks, and you guys know all about Prize Picks. Only place where you can parlay multiple uh, parlays in different sports. So you can go basketball and football, or if you just want to do football both, you can do it. J. Mark, you got any action leading into this uh, Monday night football? I I, I got to think that the Bills are going to get going again offensively. Josh Allen, they're five and four. They kind of got to kick kick their ass, right? This is a really tough one for me. I've been back yeah. and forth on how to do this one um, and even what direction to go. But I do like uh, Javante Williams higher than 55 and a half rushing yards. Looking at the receivers, Stefan Diggs, 87 and a half receiving yards. That seems like a lot. So I'm going to go less on that one. And uh, Dalton Kincaid, I love what he's been able to do for the Bills, but I'm also going to do less than him. It's at 55 and a half. That just feels a touch high. This is going to be a grinded out, run heavy game, I feel like. Indeed. Indeed. I completely agree with you. So uh, both teams need to win. Broncos trying to stay back in the playoff race for whatever it means. Bills, got to get right, man. They're five and four. You can't drop this one to get to five and five. Uh, we love prize picks over here. Players and stats. You can select, highlight your winnings from the prize picks, and it's just it's a great way to get down on some action with prize picks. Uh, go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN. Code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. Prizepicks.com slash SGPN. Code SGPN. Prize picks daily sports made easy. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has a way to play alongside your favorite Fantasy players all season long, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, college basketball, college football, and you can pick higher or lower for whichever one you want. J-Mark kind of already teased it. Attack the run, rushing game tonight with between the Bills and the Denver Broncos. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little bit of cash over on Underdog's mobile website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you use that sign-up code, promo code SGPN, Underdog will deposit your first deposit up to $100. Underdog Fantasy Code SGPN. All righty, we're back on the NFL Gambling Podcast. We're moving along 
Real quick, and, I just have to highlight prize picks. I gave out five picks on Sunday, and usually you need all five to hit, right? Not with their flex play, four hit, and that still wins you five times your money. Let's go. <laughs> oh, baby. Uh, all right, let, let's uh, let's get right into the next game. And this was the game of the day. Uh, Texas. I mean, the Houston Texans, I think we talked about how the Houston Texans were due for a letdown spot. It actually was Cincinnati that was due for the letdown spot. Cincinnati kind of came out flat, but you got to give Houston credit. I mean, they were, they were the reason they came out flat uh, over 550 yards of offense. CJ Stroud, 400, almost 400 yards again through the air. He did throw a bad pick six late, but you can make the argument right now. He should be in the MVP race. I mean, he he has been phenomenal. The Texans are five and four. Moonoff's happy, which means we're happy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, who who had the Texans and Bengals is the same record through ten weeks? That's crazy. It is, and, and we got caught a little off guard here because we both were on Cincy to kind of route them in this game. Kind of a, yeah. a check yourself, young kid, but. Man, these Texans are fun. C.J. Stroud is fun to watch. He's a hell of a quarterback, and I think he's going to be very successful in the NFL. Um, It's going to be interesting to see what they do the rest of the season because they have a real shot at making a playoff push. And even if they only make the playoffs, I don't think this is a Super Bowl team yet, but from where they were to where they are now, like this is a hell of a start and they, they have a lot to look forward to uh, as Houston Texans fans, players, everybody has a lot to look forward to. Yeah. I mean, even like you said, even if they, even if they miss the playoffs, like say they go eight and nine, that's a great year. That's a great yeah. year for the Houston Texans. D'Amico Ryan's doing a hell of a job. Uh, Devin Singletary at 30 carries for one fifty. So a little bit of physicality showed up complimentary with, the young quarterback, D'Amico Ryan's got to be the the front runner for coach of the year. I mean, how how can he not yeah. be five and four? Uh, what the Texans got coming up? They got they they got three straight home games now. So this this is actually pretty wild. They got three straight home games. They got Arizona, Jacksonville, and Denver all coming to them. They can make a little run here at Jacksonville. What do you think? I mean, they already went to Duval County and got a win. Do you think they're alive to win this division? Yeah, I mean, out of those three games you just mentioned, I think they can win two of them easily. I think they'll beat Arizona. They'll beat Denver. That Jacksonville game was going to be a tough one. But, uh, yeah, the Texans are looking like they could. Maybe that's who we need to place our uh, midseason bets on right now to win the division. Last year it was the Jaguars. This year let's let's take the Texans. Why not? I think I think we might be on to something. I, RD makes a good point. So they got three in a row at home. They got five out of seven at home down the stretch. Ooh. So the schedule definitely favors them. Although the Jaguars are better on the road for some reason. We'll talk about the Jaguars here in a minute. Uh, for the Bengals, no time to feel sorry for yourself. You got to go to Baltimore, who's coming yeah. off a loss, too, on Thursday night. I mean, we were talking up that game last week. We didn't think that they both would be coming off a loss, so – one of those two teams Thursday night in, B- in B-more is gonna gonna leave with two straight losses, and if it's the Bengals, that would drop them to five and five, and that that's gonna be hard to get the Ravens back to back home spots coming yeah. off that collapse that they just came off. So I don't know. Do you lean to the Ravens earlier to complete the season sweep over the Bengals? Ah, that's tough. I I want to say the Bengals just because I have so many parlays that include them winning the division. So I need them to start stringing some wins together. But that's going to be a tough game coming off that loss for the Ravens. Um, that they should have won that game, but coming off that loss, I think it's going to be a close one. Uh, it's tough to call. Yeah. Who are you taking in that one? Do you know yet? I really. It's three and a half. Are they baiting us with the hook? I mean, yes. <laughs> we let's let's go right. Let, let's skip over the other uh, game we got next. Let's go over to the Browns and Ravens because I feel like that's a perfect transition because it kind of brings this whole thing together. Where Ravens are seven and three, Browns are six and three now. Uh, by the way, what a win for Cleveland! What a win for Cleveland! Uh, the Ravens have not trailed 
or have trailed like less than any team in NFL history so far this year. Their three losses that they've lost are they blew the lead to Indianapolis, uh, where Minshew came in and had the magic. And then their other loss was against Pittsburgh on the crazy fucking Tomlin game where they had the lead with four minutes to go. And then Lamar throws the interception in the end zone and then they lose to Cleveland. So they really could arguably say that seven and three, they could arguably be 10 and 0. They, they actually probably could. So, but they're seven and three, they're holding on with, with Cleveland on their heels, Pittsburgh's on their heels. What was your takeaway in this game? What, what a game. What a football game this was, uh, and what a win for the Browns. Yeah, it was a hell of a win for the Browns. My takeaway is shout-out to the Browns for – we know they've been a great defense, um, especially against the pass, but shout-out to them for absolutely shutting that uh, rushing attack of the Ravens down. After Keaton Mitchell had his long scamper for a touchdown, um, of course, Lamar got some of his yards, eight carries for 41. Mitchell had three for 34. He was the bright spot. But Gus Edwards, 11 for 24. He had been pounding the rock fairly well. Um, and they really slowed him down, make Lamar throw the ball. And that's when you force those interceptions like uh, he did towards the end there when the Browns should have tied the game, but they missed the extra point. Didn't matter. They got it back, kicked the game-winning field goal. So um, just a, it was a good culture win for the Browns because that seemed like a spot where the Browns normally lose it, right? They they miss the extra point, game's over, there's no way they're going to come back, but they did. And so I think it was a good yeah. cultural, culture win for them. I I think that they're almost better than the Ravens. I, I know that's kind of a hot take because I just gave out the Ravens how they've led everybody, but that Browns defense with the complimentary of the rushing attack with Jerome Ford running the way he is, but yeah. I will say – I was all over the Browns when Watson threw that pick six to start the game. <laughs> I yelled at the TV. You got to be shitting me again with this fucking guy uh, because that that's how they lost to Pittsburgh in week two. Yeah. They, they, as long as he doesn't throw a pick six, they're going to beat Pittsburgh and they would be seven and two, but he throws a pick six and I'm like, Oh my God, there's no way they're going to win this game. And then they do, they reel me back in, they get it tied <laughs> up or almost tied up and Hopkins misses the extra point, And I'm like, Man, you got to be kidding me with these Browns. Like, this team can't get out of their own damn way. But, I mean, resilient, like you said. I, to get a pick six down seven with, what, seven minutes ago to overcome your own like, – getting out of your own way, uh, yep. missing an extra point. The old Browns, there's no way they would have came back and won this game. There's no, no way. And th- this is one of my prouder preseason calls because I like this roster, man. And, and if Deshaun Watson can just be – capable they're a playoff team and i think they're a playoff team that can win some games but yeah. there still is deshaun watson looming where he's, <laughs> he, he turns back into this guy that will just he'll make a decision you're like what are you doing and you almost wonder if he's point shaving so you i mean look at this division right now baltimore seven and three cleveland six and three pittsburgh somehow six and three uh and cincinnati five and four do you lean to the Ravens still to win the division? No, I know, you, I know gonna, you love the Bengals. Steelers are going to take this. <laughs> oh God, I God, I I'm going to talk about the Steelers because I'm going to bet about that goddamn game. That game pissed me off with the Packers. <laughs> uh, you know, let's go get get, get yeah. tease right there. So great win, Browns. Browns from here. Um, got Pittsburgh next week, so that yeah. transitions us into Pittsburgh. The luckiest team in the history of the National Football League, the Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> win again, twenty-three to nineteen. Not only okay. win and cover, win yeah, and cover. cover. <laughs> and how did they cover? Because the kicker misses an extra point, and I'm like, "You've got to be shitting me with this Steeler bullshit." Um, but man, they they've been the luckiest team for about four or five years. At some point, it's just not luck, I guess. I, I guess it's just the Tomlin magic. Uh, yeah. Jordan Love, Jordan Love throws a ball in, in the end zone late, somehow gets deflected, and somehow the DB's randomly right there, and it doesn't go out of bounds somehow. It's like <laughs> they are going to get every single little bounce. I've never seen anything like it. I used to think the Patriots were really lucky. The Steelers might have might be overtaking them. Yeah. Only team in NFL history that has gotten outgained in all nine games so far. And, they're six and three. They're not. They're not two and seven. They're six and fucking three. 
What do you think of these Steelers? And I know you were happy the Packers lost. Of course I'm happy the Packers lost. Um, these Steelers, it's just so hard to fade them, especially at home with not only the defense they have, but the coach they have. Mike Tomlin just showing that it, he's a hell of a coach. And maybe it is luck, but uh, what's the old saying? I'd rather be lucky than good. I mean, yeah. he's he's getting it done as he has every year. Obviously, he has his historic streak of over 500. Um I don't think either one of us thought that they would be six and three right now. No. Uh, and it's just crazy. It's, it's especially crazy. I was high on these Steelers because I thought the offense was going to take a step forward. That offense looks like it's taken a step backward and they're still <laughs> six and three. I don't understand, but credit to them, credit to them for getting the job done, playing all four quarters and winning games. RD makes a good point. Like, how the hell did they not say that was a lot? That was so backwards. I'm not, I don't know. Steeler fans are no, no, they go, these fucking Steeler fans are so delusional. That was a lateral, and it should have been Green Bay's ball at the three. Well, actually, Green Bay recovered it and scored. Green Bay should have won the game, um, but no. I'm not bitter. I, I disagree. I, I, <laughs> I wonder why you disagree. So Packers, right. Packers, three and six. I know you're loving every second of them being in the basement with you. From here, what did the Packers and Bears play last week? Oh, wow. Yep. We said a while. Packers play the Chargers at Lambeau next week. Oh, we got to take the Packers. The fucking Chargers can't play in the cold. <laughs> True. They. I will say, Justin Herbert looked good. We'll talk about him in a minute. Uh, the yeah. Steelers go. All right, so the Steelers got back-to-back at the Ohio swing trip here. They got to go to yeah. Cleveland and Cincinnati. I kind of think they're going to get drilled in both. I feel like they're due for – like when they're going to lose, I don't think they're going to lose a close one. If it's close, they're going to find a way to win. But yeah, I think they might just get drilled in both these games. That that would uh, feel like it would balance the scales to where they should be. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, I, I mean, so we we say with Tomlin, he always finds a way to get to nine wins. They're already at six. You got They're always nine and eight. So I yeah. feel like we got to fade the shit out of them down the stretch, just like we backed, backed them last year. It's going to yep. even out. So yeah, so sorry, Steeler fans. I'm a hater, I guess, but <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of I'm tired of this luck that you guys have. Share some with the rest of us. Uh, we're brought to you by Game Time because if you want to get over to Heinz Field and go to a Steelers game, get over to Game Time because buying tickets should not be stressful. That's the last thing you need to worry about when you want to get down on a couple games. You want to go drink beer at the stadium, eat some hot dogs, have a good time, get exclusive flash deals on tickets, football basketball and everything uh game time guarantee means you will have the best price and they'll give you the seats no obstructive view that's great you don't want to be stuck behind a pole getting ripped off left and right like under dan snyder uh stack the tickets download the game time app create a code cfbx 20 dollars off first purchase turns apply again create account redeem code cfbx for 20 dollars off download the game time app low last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, props, game lines. Research all ta- all games with NFL, NBA, and every other sport. Enter any parlay so that you know which leg is the best one broken down by percentages. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app and visit hofbets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All righty. We are back on the NFL Gambling Podcast, and we are going to move along in this slate. Next up, we got – this is a bad pick by us. Uh, The Saints go to – Minnesota and Josh Dobbs is the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, I do not. Yesterday yesterday was a day of nothing made goddamn sense in the NFL. Um, We we wanted to fade Dobbs off the miracle win, but honestly, he played better than he did. It was like an encore. He played out of his mind. 23-34 for 270. Derek Carr was dog shit. Saints were not ready to play. The only thing that saved him a little bit was Jameis Winston, almost bringing him all the way back um, down 27 to three. 
Saints suck, man. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're probably gonna win the division, but they suck. I mean, whoever's the five seed in the NFC is gonna drill the Saints. Yeah, I agree. Um, was it just me or did it look like for a second there Winston could move this ball better than Carr? Yes, a hundred percent. I, I, I don't get the love with Derek Carr. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a big believer in him, man. I thought it was. I thought he was going to be good coming over to the Saints, but he's not been able to stretch the field like I expected. Uh, I don't know if it's just the the lack of mobility or what, but man, I thought uh, Jameis made some good throws. He made some Jameis throws too. You know his his normal like, <laughs> what are you doing? But I thought he over did the all touchdown right. throw, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> where he throws it literally across the whole field and somehow <laughs> like it gets jogged. What is he doing? Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Carry on. I was. I no, just had to throw that Jameis in there. I was like, it's Jameis classic. Jameis. Yeah, it's classic Jameis. Um. I, I don't know. I, I think the Saints really got to look at this, and maybe it was just uh, the momentum of the game and everything. Jameis coming in, we've seen that backup quarterbacks come in. They seem to do better. But uh, they might want to really look at that because it looked like he was stretching the field more. And when you have guys like Chris Olave, Rashid Shahid, Alvin Kamara, you got to stretch the field. You can't be doing these dink and dunk passes. You have to stretch that field with those guys, and it looked like Winston was maybe going to be able to do that better for them. Um, on the other side of the ball, it's so hard to root against Josh Dobbs at this point. I mean, just the, the changes he went through that seemed like the only guy that was playing his ass off for Arizona. The only one that didn't get the memo of, Hey, we're supposed to lose gets shifted to to the Vikings comes in after being there five days, wins a game. It's just hard not to root for this guy. I mean, I don't like it obviously, cause I don't want the Vikings to do well, but shout out to Josh Dobbs for, for being a badass and just being able to, obviously he's very smart. He's NASA qualified, but he can process things very quickly. And that's, that's showing on the field. Indeed it is. And the Vikings have won five in a row. They've covered five in a row, six and four. I'm going to be all without this week. <laughs> all without Justin Jefferson too. Which is something I, I it just shows sometimes the wide receiver, the noise is a little more than, what it's worth if you can play complimentary football and play some good defense, which they have. Um, So, I mean, they they go to Denver next weekend. It feels like a good spot to take the Broncos. We'll see what happens tonight. On the other side, the Saints have a bye, like you said. We'll see what they do at the quarterback position. They're going to play the Falcons off the bye, and that's another team that is a mystery, puzzle, whatever you want to call it. Um, But, hey, the, the the Saints are going to go into the bye week five and five and leading their division and <laughs> probably going to host a playoff game. But it, it's they're not doing anything. Two and one ATS. Dennis Allen continues to be the worst coach in NFL history against the spread. I think uh, they they look poorly coached, man. I, I think that's the yeah. best way to uh, summarize the Saints. Yeah, for sure. Especially with all those talent. I mean, they got talent left and right. They. People are crush uh, Staley over at the Chargers. They need to crush Dennis Allen a little bit more with the Saints. So, yep, agreed. Anyway, let's go over to the next game, and all of a sudden, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are back in the division race. Shame on us, man. We <laughs> right. we we had no reason to take the Titans other than Brable right. over uh, Todd Bowles. That was the yep. only reason because we were like, ah, the Bucks kind of have the better team, rookie quarterback. He looked like a rookie quarterback yesterday. He was god awful. He, uh, yeah. He, w- w- they they schemed him up, got some more film on him, and kind of like what's gone on with Agent Bajit. Will Levis hit a little bit of a wall there. Nineteen to thirty nine had an interception. He probably could have had about four or five. He was god awful in this game. Baker, yep. the, uh, Baker grinded it out. He was solid. Uh, the the Bucks looked good the week before that too. So don't look now, but the Bucks are four and five and. They're actually six and three against the spread. Tampa Bay from here is going to go to San Francisco and Indianapolis. So interesting road trip coming up for them. I don't know. Are you buying the Bucks as a contender in the NFC South? If Baker keeps throwing it to Mike Evans, yeah, over half his yards that he threw for went to Mike Evans, 143 yards on the day. Uh, that guy is he's unstoppable. It's you can't cover him. So. If Baker can keep feeding him, this uh, the offense can keep running a balance. Rashad White, he ran a lot. He didn't run for a lot of yards, but he ran for a lot of carries. I think that was just part of the game script once they got ahead. 
And the defense has done all right, too. I think part of that was Will Levis. He came back down to planet Earth, right? I mean, he looked really good in his first game, throwing four touchdowns. The second one, we said, hey, they lost. But he held up against that pressure to the Steelers really well. It was his down-to-earth, back-to-earth moment. So going to be interesting to see what they do going forward, if he can pick it back up or if those two first games are a little fluky because of the lack of tape there. But I don't know. These Bucks. They're hard. They're a hard team to read because one week yeah. they play and it's like this team fucking sucks. The next week it's like eh, they got a chance. So I I don't know. They they have a good chance of becoming a wild card team either way. Yeah, uh, the one thing I will say about the Bucks is from a schedule standpoint, they already went to New Orleans and won. They have they lost to Atlanta at home. So it's been it's been a weird weird thing where everybody wins on the road in that division. So they play. New Orleans once, Atlanta once. They still do have Carolina twice, which is nice from a scheduling standpoint. So for sure, I don't know. It seems it's definitely a three-team race because Carolina's got awful. Um, Tennessee, we could almost put a fork on them. That, that's a bad team. They, yeah. Maybe we'll back them as a dog at home, um, but on the road they suck. They suck. Yeah. Bad, so Nick in the chat pointing out Titans were away. Should have taken the Bucks. We should have stuck to that. They're yeah. they're a Decent home team. They're a terrible away team. So, so what do we do next week when? Uh, and you could go to the next game because I think it's a transition into it. The Titans are going to the Jags next week. The Jags can't win at home. Uh, oh, we were all over this one. Yeah, this 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 is the lock that we both gave out, and never, never in doubt. I mean, total ass whipping. Uh, San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, this is slowly turning into my least favorite team. If I got to watch Trent Williams and Chase Young dance all the way out there I, as a skins fan i'm like oh god this makes me sick watching this team chase young look good uh with, with bosa back back to the high state days brock purdy domination trevor lawrence jags have won five in a row coming into the bye it was a letdown caught the, honestly got the bye at the worst time niners yeah. lost three in a row going to the bye everybody told them how bad they sucked got debo samuel back christian mccaffrey back this this probably was one of my more confident plays of the whole season. This this was an easy pick. It really was. I mean, we like you said, we were both on this of just this was going to be a get right spot. The 49ers are going to route them because they're healthy again. And uh they had lost three in a row. Brock Purdy looked like Brock Purdy again, and I think it was because of the protection on the offensive line there with Trent Williams being back and healthy. So um the only the only negative for the 49ers here is Christian McCaffrey breaks his streak <laughs> of anytime touchdowns. He had what like 16 or 17 in a row. Yeah. And yeah. uh he didn't get one. So that, that if that's your only bummer on the day as a 49ers, you did you did all right. <laughs> I think the Niners might win out. Uh they they got they got a tricky schedule actually. They gotta go. They gotta go to Seattle um, on on Thanksgiving night. So how about that? Eight o'clock Thanksgiving. Get that turkey. Get get about twelve <laughs> beers in, and then watch the Niners Hawks at at the twelfth man. They gotta go to Philly. Um, I know Sean loves the Eagles there, but I, I the Niners are better than the Eagles right now. When the, if the Niners are healthy, if the Niners yeah. aren't healthy, then it becomes a different deal. So, but. Uh, Purdy's good when he's got all his weapons around him. That that that's kind of yeah. they got they got to have Debo Samuel. So yeah. uh, Christian McCaffrey, he's stud even though his streak got broken. The other uh, on the other side, Jacksonville. Like I said, they got Tennessee coming to them. Interesting spot. They got to yeah. bounce back. So um, I don't know. I mean, you still favor the Jags to win the division? I do. I'm not going to overreact yeah. to just one game where the Niners are on a different level than them. Oh, 100%. Yeah, the Jags are still the best team in that division. Um, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be a cakewalk for them. But, yeah, I think they still get it done. If the Niners went out, you think they get the one seed? Yeah. Yeah. Because then they'll have I, the tiebreaker over the Eagles, right? Well, there, there, there's another team that uh, there's another team that's looming there that's hanging around that spot. Uh, actually, that's the next game we're going to do. Let's go to the Falcons and Cardinals. Um, okay. <laughs> this game is awful. I watched this. I watched a lot of this because I ended. I ended up flipping to the Falcons because I'm like, oh, Heineke's going to grind it out over Kyler Murray. Arizona wants to lose. 
Heineke goes down. Um, Ritter falls down on a quarterback stick. That guy, <laughs> what, what can go wrong? And he missed throw after throw. Uh, he had a nice touchdown run late, but he's he's terrible. Kyler Murray, though, he looked all right. I mean, he he made the plays he needed to do. Uh, they got Bijan Robinson finally back involved. What was your takeaway from this? Yeah, this so Taylor Heineke didn't look great, obviously, but Desmond Ritter comes in. This is my my biggest thing about benching a quarterback. When they come back in, sometimes they look like a quarterback that got benched and lost all their confidence. That's exactly how Ritter looked like. He wasn't looking great before, but he looked even worse coming off the bench. Uh, the Cardinals, a team that we thought Murray was never going to play, that they're trying to lose, and then they they activate him and he comes in and wins a game. So this is going to be an interesting team to watch going forward to see what they decide to do. I don't, I don't expect, I don't have like expectations for them this year, but I think they really need to evaluate like, is Kyler Murray our guy? Is this the guy we're going to stick with rolling into next year? Or are we starting from scratch again? Um, And if he plays well and wins games, that's going to be a hard decision to make, or maybe they're building a trade uh, market for him. Can the Cardinals get back in the wild card race? I was thinking about this. <laughs> I was no. thinking about this. I, I, I said this NFC is so wide open. If they, True. I mean, they got they got Houston on Sunday. That's going to be an interesting game with how streaky Houston is right now. But get the Rams yeah. out there. You got the Steelers. I mean, they got a, get, a couple games that they. I think they could actually get if you can get around eight wins. I mean, you can get back in this wild card. So Arizona two and eight Crazy. Falcons four and six. What do, what do the Falcons do? They got a bye week before they got new Orleans for uh, the division lead here um, out of the bye. Yeah. It's unfortunate. They got a good defense. They have a hell of a running game, but I think they're done for I don't, I don't have much hope for them to be able to turn this around and win this division. And they, they should have, they should have been able to take this division. They have one of the better teams, overall but uh just couldn't nail the quarterback spot down and as we hear all the time from the announcers that is the most important spot in football indeed completely agree and we'll talk about another team now that can't ever get it done that's the la san diego chargers so this is the other team all of a sudden now that's in the contention for the one seed the detroit lions are seven and two seven and two ats again i mean Going back to last year, they've covered like 15 out of like 18 games. They cover every game. They win every game. It's really re- one of the more remarkable runs. Golf is so good in the dome. Uh, yeah. This was always going to be a field goal game, though. I'll tell you what. Justin Herbert couldn't have done much more yesterday. He was no. he was awesome. And then that's why the Lions went for it on fourth down instead of kicking the field goal. Like, if we give Herbert the ball back, he's going to go down and win the game. Yep. But this is such a L.A. Charger loss. This is like, if you paint a picture on how the Chargers lose all their games, yesterday was how the Chargers lose all their games. Yeah, no, absolutely. No matter how many times the other team scores, you're right in the game the whole time until the very end. That's that's just classic Chargers. Um, I was obviously disappointed not only because the Lions won, but this just felt like a game that the Chargers were, were going to steal from them, and they just couldn't get it done, as always. Uh, and, and don't don't crown the Lions yet. Don't forget they have two losses in the next three games coming up. So, <laughs> well, so I, I talked about how golf sucks outside. Six out of the final seven games are in a dome. Yeah. The only one is at the Bears because yeah. they got great. They got the they got the Bears and then the Packers on Thanksgiving. They're gonna rout the Packers on Thanksgiving. All those years have been getting their ass kicked by Favre and Rodgers. Now they're gonna deliver the ass whipping. <laughs> uh, and then they go to the they go to the Saints. They got the Broncos at home, so back in the dome. Then they go to the Minnesota Dome. Then they go to the Cowboys, and then they finish with the Vikings. So, dude, if they could get to like. 14 and 3, 13 and 4, they might be the one seed. And if you play them in a dome, they're going to be hard to beat. But if you, you get them outside, I agree. I, I think they got a little bit of finesse in them. So I don't know. I mean, it's disgusting, is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what do the Chargers do from here? What, what, what do we do with these Chargers? They suck. They do. Um, they're good, they but have- they suck. Yeah, the, well, yeah, the AFC, they suck by AFC standards, right? The AFC is too competitive for them to drop games like this. Yeah. 
I, I don't know. They have so much money wrapped up in talent that I don't know how they can improve next year. I don't know. I, unless they're getting rid of Eckler. I was watching that game yesterday and I thought he, you know, he's so dangerous when you get him in open space or when you throw him the ball, but he's not necessarily a dangerous running back out of the backfield. They need a guy that can come in there and pound the ball harder than he can. In my opinion, maybe that could give them a better edge where a guy that just can grind it out and wear that defense down. Cause I don't think Eckler's that guy. He's that flashy guy, get him the ball in space, you know, do the little dink and dunk passes to him. But Maybe if they can add somebody that can really grind it out, that could help them. But I just – I don't know where this team goes in general with all the money they have wrapped up in Herber on the defense, uh, the wide receivers, everything. I agree. I agree. Yeah. They're, they're going to miss the playoffs. I think they're going to go 8-9. 8-9, and, nine. Eight and yeah. nine, and then Staley will be out, and they'll finally move on. They got the they got the Packers on the road. I mean, we'll see what happens. They, they should route the Packers, but – I mean, you never could trust them. All right, let's move along. Next up, we got the Giants are by far the worst team in the, in the league. That team is awful yeah. with De- DeVito. I mean, shame on me for taking the Giants. I thought maybe they could get a little bit of magic here and keep it within 10. Never, never in doubt. I mean, with the Cowboys, the Cowboys almost had 700 yards of offense. Yeah. Eight, it- eight and a half yards of play. I, I mean, that was awful. Yeah, this this team is they're just done for the year. I mean, they're I don't know what they're they're not playing for anything, and no. they know it. You can see it on the field. They have just that lackadaisical effort, and yeah, they're terrible. They got a lot of questions to answer too, because Daniel Jones coming back is not going to be what fixes this team. They can't they can't trot out Devito again. That that can't happen. They they got to no. go to Barkley like that, that that never again. That guy's awful. Uh, they they should have grabbed Carson Wentz when they had a chance. Yeah, I I agree actually. Like, I mean that, that Devito guy, he might be the worst NFL quarterback I've ever seen. He's yeah, up there with, with a couple other guys that the Cardinals have like played over the years. That that, that one four string guy, I'm drawing a blank on his name. He was so bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, that bad team. Cowboys do what they do. They route bad teams. Um, good survivor pick for me, I guess. They go to Carolina here, but they're going to kill Carolina too. I mean, they they just kill these bad teams. Yeah. Then they and then they got Ron on Thanksgiving. Ron's going to beat them because that's what Ron does. Uh, <laughs> let's go over to Ron. That's enough Cowboys. In debt. <laughs> that's all we can take. My, my heart, man. This this one hurt. This one really hurt. I played played our asses off at a tough place to play. Ron once again as a dog comes through on against the spread. Sam Howell, man, Sam Howell's getting better and better. Gino was off the charts. Defense couldn't get a stop when they needed to. This is a good game. I I think the Skins are probably the seventh best team in the NFC if they can get out of their own way. But when you lose to the Giants and you lose to the Bears. You're four and six instead of six and four. That's why you're at where you're at. So I don't know. What was your takeaway from a uh, disappointing ending to a what, what was an entertaining game? I mean, if you if you didn't like either of these teams, you just sat back and watched. This was a it's a hell of a football game. Yeah, well, now I'm mad that you lumped uh, the Bears and the Giants together. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> I was already mad at the Commanders because my uh, my prop picks that I've been talking about, where I put a bunch of them together. One of them, again, did not hit Curtis Samuel over 25 yards. What the fuck? He had two catches for six yards, I think. That pissed me off. Um, no, this was a good game. If you are if you weren't a Commanders fan, this was a good game to watch. Uh, it, nice back and forth. It felt really slow to start with. I, I know we messaged before the game, and I said, this could be a shootout. And then at halftime, I'm like, well, there goes that. But it kind of <laughs> picked up and kind of became a little bit of a shootout towards the end there. Um, Seahawks just left a little bit more on the field. I think, I think if this wasn't in Seattle, Commanders win this game, right? Yeah, that, that that's such a hard place to win at, man. Like it is. I know yeah. they said they've devalued home field more and more over the years, but that place is different. That that place is, was rocking yesterday, and, and the Seahawks needed that game. They were a wounded animal coming off that thirty-seven-three beatdown of the Ravens. They had to keep pace yep. with the Niners. So what? They're six and three. San Fran six and three. Um, 
They got a tricky spot here with the Rams, who always give them fits. After that, they got San Fran twice in three weeks. I think we're going to know a lot more about the Seattle Seahawks coming up, don't you think? Yep. Agreed. Washington, uh, the Skins are laying 10 next week against the Giants. <laughs> we have to be on the Giants, right? We can't take Ron as a 10-point favorite. No <laughs> fucking way. They never beat anybody by 10. It's always a grinded-out game. It depends if DeVito's starting or not. If he's starting, I'm taking the, the Skins. Well, last time we played the Giants, we only scored seven because they just kept blitzing our ass. So maybe we'll win seven to True. nothing. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the points. I'm not – no way I'm going to lay double digits with Ron. He, he, this is about the time of year where the playoff scenarios start coming back yeah. in the brain and he starts forgetting shit. He's going to be like, all right, put it once again. So Skins, uh, they got to get this one, and then they got Dallas on Thanksgiving and hopefully get back to 500. So we'll see. Uh, tough loss. All right, yeah. let's and, and please no more Jets in primetime game. I can't watch <laughs> this shit anymore. This is somebody that you backed the Jets. about the Bears in primetime. Complain about the Jets. Who do you want in there? <laughs> Not the Raiders either. I'm complaining about the Raiders. I'm tired of watching them too. Can we get some Chiefs games? Can we get some the Eagles, the Cowboys, like the 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 Ravens and, and Bengals? I finally got something on Thursday. There's some good teams in this league. They don't need to put our teams in there. You can put us at one <laughs> o'clock where we belong and we'll shut up and like it. Uh, there you go. I was so pissed off. I had the jets here and, and Zach Wilson, you suck. I mean that interception <laughs> at the end. I don't know how the Raiders won this game. I, I, this felt like the Colts and Patriots from earlier where I'm just sitting there going, we should be up by more, but we're not because quarterback plays got awful and, making every little mistake. I don't know. It felt like Patriots and, and Colts from early, earlier in the day, but late in the day. Yeah, I was only on the Raiders because the uh, the trends, the historical trends said to take the Raiders. Um, sometimes those work out, sometimes they don't. There was nothing on paper as far as these teams looking at them that said to take either of them, really, except that the Jets, Jets have a phenomenal defense. Yeah, just couldn't get it done though. Um, this this game was very surprising. Zach Wilson sucks. You know, we heard what four or five times about Rodgers and how he's trying to coach but not over coach Will Zach Wilson and how he's trying to eye his return in mid December and God, there were more Aaron Rodgers references than <laughs> T Swift references. What the fuck? <laughs> At least he has I something knew. to do with football, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> I, I knew I knew you were going to get a kick out of Rodgers. He's coming back. I'm telling you, he never tore he never tore that Achilles. He's coming no. back. It's nope. going to be a great comeback story. He's going to lead him to the playoffs. They're going to pull an upset win, and it's going to be all about Aaron Rodgers all off season long. Yep. Um, I I mean the Jets. You, you got to be kicking yourself, man. You just keep wasting this historically good defense. This defense yep. is badass man they're they're good as oh, shit. Yeah. i mean they get after they get after the quarterback they're they're good in the secondary if they had a competent offense this is a what are they now jets are now sitting at four and four five. and five four and five i mean they they should be six and three this this defense yeah. is unreal they go to buffalo next week they always do fuck with buffalo that's for some reason a bad matchup with the bills um and then from here did you know the Raiders are five and five? How the hell are the Raiders five and five? That is the ugliest five and five team I've ever seen. They're going to Miami. You know, I don't take Miami a lot, but I think I might take Miami on set. I think they might route them. I mean, Miami's coming off the bye. The Raiders, all they do is smoke cigars when they win these games against the New York teams. <laughs> I just see, I, I think this team sucks. I'm like, they're yeah. like the Steelers now for me. I'm like, how is this team winning games? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, last night when I started watching that game, I, I just looking at it and thinking that one of those teams with those quarterbacks was going to have five wins was stupid. The Jets kind of made sense because of that defense, but just both those quarterbacks, neither one of them deserved to have five wins. <laughs> I know I know they turned the keys over to Aiden O'Connell, and he's a rookie, he's new and all that. I get that, but nothing out of his gameplay has impressed me. Yeah, it, nothing. I feel like, you know, we just saw with Will Levis a little bit of a drop. I feel like we're about to see this with, with Aiden O'Connell. I, he's not that good. I, no. They 
they, yeah. I'm going to fade the Raiders. I, I, I'm sick of these teams winning games where I'm just like, how are they winning? So um, the only team that's supposed to be winning is, is the Patriots, and they don't ever win, and that's because <laughs> I take them. So, uh, all right, man. Well, let's look ahead. That does it for week number 10. we got one more game tonight. Who are you on tonight? I think I'm going Buffalo. I think Buffalo is due for a smash spot. Broncos, Broncos suck still. I mean, they, they, uh, they can't score. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride with Buffalo, but I don't know. I think the Broncos sneak in a cover. Uh, I at least need the Broncos not to lose by twenty for my mega teaser that I have going on. <laughs> Everything else is hit. I just need them not to lose by twenty. <laughs> love it, love it. All right, let's look ahead to week 12. Man, we're looking to Thanksgiving weekend here in the National Football League. Where are you going to lead it off here um, for week number 12, J-Mark? Oh, man, so many good games. This is a good week. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why I'm doing this, but give me the Patriots. I'm seeing them at (laughs) plus one and a half. Against against the Giants, they got to be able to beat the Giants, right? <laughs> yes. they, they have to. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same game. I go, oh my god, you've got to be kidding me! They're not going to make us watch this game. Uh, sorry, RD. I'm going to give out the Lions minus six and a half against the Packers. That thing will be above seven, and yep. they they should route them. I mean, this is going to be thirty years of frustration taken out on a beautiful Thanksgiving afternoon for Detroit fans. <laughs> I'll take the the Lions here. I think they're going to fuck the Packers up. Yep, I like it. Um, for my next one, um, Tennessee, only one-point favorites against Carolina. Tennessee sucks, except for when they're at home. It is in Tennessee. I think that's – the Panthers suck. That's going to be closer to a three-point game at least. That might even go to three-and-a-half. I like it. I'll give out a I'll give out a gross one. Give me the Falcons at home against the Saints. Plus one. I, like <laughs> I think I think they'll flip. I think they'll be favored by one by the time we get to kickoff. Yep. I think so too. I like that. You gotta take the home team in that shit ass game. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna do it. Don't Bears do it. plus three and a half. <laughs> at Minnesota. Um we kept them very close in a game where Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson were there. I know Josh Dobbs has been playing well, but our defense is getting better about frustrating quarterbacks. So, uh, sure, it's with my heart, but give me the Bears. They're gonna. That's gonna be closer to a pick 'em. That's a Monday night game. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be kidding me. So we have Vikings back to back weeks in primetime, and then we get the Bears again. How many fucking primetime games have the Bears played in? <laughs> too many. <laughs> I mean, they, this is like their fifth primetime game. They they got more primetime games than the Chiefs. What is this? <laughs> you guys and the Jets have more primetime games. They wanted to shove Aaron Rodgers down our throat. Um, my last one, I will go to, go to Arizona. Plus four against Rams. That's too many with Kyler back. I think that'll be below three. Give me the cards. Um, I like it. What else? What's the primetime games this week? Who's Sunday night? Baltimore Chargers. Oh, the Chargers are always in primetime, too. I hate <laughs> watching that. I hate watching that dome that, that they play in, too. Yeah. So, I just found out that the Bears are in primetime again. How about that? So, <laughs> J-Mark's paying somebody off over there to get the Bears in primetime. What is this? Don't tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, that'll do it for another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast. We did well last week on the closing look at headlines, right? I had that in front of me the whole show, and now you ask. Um, uh, I forgot. <laughs> let me bring up. Let me bring up this week's lines. What are we? Week eleven? Yeah. So let's see. I had Seattle at a pick'em against the Rams. They're only minus one now, so you didn't get a ton of value, but you got something. Uh, the Cowboys. Had it minus seven against the Panthers. They're now minus 11. And I took Commanders at minus one and a half. They're now at minus 10 because the Giants suck. <laughs> um, let's now see. You you had, it. <laughs> right? Exactly. 
Where are the Texans at? You had Texans minus, you took Texans minus two and a half. They're up to minus four. So across that key number of three, Bang. you had Cleveland at minus two against the Steelers. They're now at minus four. They also crossed over three. And then you had Ravens at a pick them against the Bengals. They're now three and a half. So getting nice, crossing nice key numbers there on all of those. CLV, baby. Let's go. That's right. Razor sharp. Uh, <laughs> J-Mark, it's Monday night. We got Monday night football. We got a nice college basketball sleep, but we also got old-fashioned football tonight. What do we got going on here tonight? That's right. It's Monday night, so it's whiskey and waivers. Going to do a little Irish whiskey. Uh, we've been on a little Irish kick. We're going to keep that going with uh, Busker Irish Whiskey, which I bought for $15 at Ace Spirits. It's hard to beat any bottle for $15. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Yes. <laughs> Get over there. Check it out. What, you guys go live at 6.30 Eastern? 6. Uh, 6, Six Central, so 7. So seven, Eastern. 7 Eastern. Join yep. there. Leads you right into Monday Night Football, baby. I don't know why I crossed my camera off, but hey. <laughs> YouTube.com slash the NFL Gambling Podcast. You guys can find me at Moneyline underscore Mac over there at the College Basketball Experience every night. Rick Patino back at the Garden tonight against the Michigan Wolverines. Got championship week coming up, Beats Week. A lot of shit to bet on this time of year, so come join us. I think that's all we got, and we will be out of here, and we will see you, what, Wednesday, same time, uh, to preview Week 11 morning games. Redskins, Giants, or the Bears at 1 o'clock next week? Yeah. I should know. It's the Lions, I? right? Yeah, I think so. I think it's a one o'clock game. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. See now, now the picks are gonna be fired because we can pick against our teams again. So we'll <laughs> we're see you guys. Dogs. <laughs> we're ten point favorites. What the fuck <laughs> is going on? All right, guys. We'll see you guys Wednesday. Good luck with your bets. Don't forget to let it ride.